What's up, everybody? And we're live this week for the Big Go Belt Podcast. We are live on the uh, the Twitter machine. We are live on Facebook. We are live on Twitch. Oh, we got a special one tonight. I highly advise everybody, if you're listening in, to definitely listen in to the complete episode if you're listening live, because I have something special for you all um, at the end of this episode uh, for a lucky special listener. Um, but yes, we got so much to talk about. The crew is here. It is episode 291. Man, we're about, yeah, nine away from 300. Wonder what we're going to do for that. Got to probably do something even more special for that. It's been a long road when I think about it. And <laughs> when I also think about it, we've actually probably done more than 300 episodes, or uh, 291 or more than 300 because a ton of interviews and all that other good stuff that we didn't really count as episodes. But nonetheless, they are... Uh, recordings here at the Big Go Belt Podcast. But yes, the whole crew's here and I just want to go around just to see how the crew's doing. So Will, with the new fresh haircut. <laughs> <laughs> keeping it keeping it fresh as we can during the pandemic. We try to keep things together here. How's it going, folks? Alright, Damien. Well, first off, I'm congratulating you guys for making it to 291, which is the same amount of episodes as Dragon Ball Z. So we have outlived <laughs> Goku and Vegeta on the Z saga. So congrats to us. In good company. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you can't talk about Dragon Ball if, if, if you're not going to have Jamal in a conversation. Mr. Giant Crab. Sony needs to stop playing games. Let me drive trains to the PlayStation 5, damn it. People need to know. <laughs> <laughs> and the silly one himself. Since day one, actually, with this 291 episodes, Mr. Silly Sellers. So I'm wondering, since Damien said that we're almost over tied with Dragon Ball Z, I'm wondering if we'll be the week, the longest weekly episodic show on Thursdays now. Just want to see what happens on that. Mm. Just do for that. Hey! <laughs> no, oh, excuse me, my name is GM. Excuse me. <laughs> I like, I like what he's talking about. Hey, man. All right, so. First off, before we get started, definitely um, I dropped the review for the new movie, Cage Fighters World Collide. It is starring AEW champion John Moxley and um, overseas uh, MMA star Alex Montagnelli, if I'm saying that correctly. It's, I believe it's Italian, so I don't think I'm pronouncing it right. But um, nonetheless, um, definitely check that out. It's a really entertaining uh, movie where you have John Moxley. Himself, actually, under another name, who is the world wrestling champ going against a UFC fighter. And I know it sounds a little bit bizarre, but I mean, they really they really sell this and get this over. And John Mott, a ton of cameos from people all over the combat sports uh, world. And um, John Mossley being him, cutting some promos, using some AEW footage. It's a thing. It's absolutely a thing. It's releasing uh, tomorrow, tomorrow being... Uh, October the 9th. So you want to check uh, my review out. It's up. And definitely want to check out that movie. Uh, you would definitely be uh, entertained. With that being said, I wanted to say this one more time. I got something special for you all. 
whoever's listening live definitely uh interact with us in the chat because um you want to you definitely want to stay tuned for the rest of the show because i will be uh offering up something to one special lucky listener but let's get into the topics for the night man this has been something i've been talking about for a while if you've been checking out my impact wrestling reviews i've been really high so when they went through the little boom and when they were getting a bunch of free agents and you know obviously everything that happened with wwe and people were releasing it was the whole idea and this is around slam reversal obviously is like where were people going to go blah 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 and everybody was like aw or impact respectively whatever it is but ec3 who before he really declared where he was going to go came out with a with a with a bundle of uh videos stating that he was controlling his narrative and you know as as good as the the videos were he ultimately looked to have appeared to have signed with impact and sure i thought everything he was building with the videos was hot but then i was a little little uh deterrent from everything because i was just like well if you're controlling your narrative like you're doing the same thing you did before and signing to a company and whatever whatever so I said, if he truly wants to make this work, he needs to do something that's never been done before. And that's truly, truly control his narrative. Work wherever he want to work. Do what he want to do. Well, if you haven't seen, so you, you know he's working this program with Moose right now in, uh, in Impact and uh, took the TNA Heavyweight Championship from Moose. But if you have seen two days ago, ROH on their Twitter page, officially and even um even at the conclusion of their last uh episode um last week or this week shall i say um at the end of it you saw this video of them promoting ec3 what's special about this before anybody criticize me is that this potentially may be the first time that we've seen in this recent you know uh era of wrestling where we've seen a professional wrestler work to American televised promotion. This is truly him comp- controlling his narrative. He and 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 I was part of the press call, um, the press pass call with Impact, and um, their uh, their their vice president Scott Demore said they completely support him doing so. And this is what he wanted to do, and they're all thumbs up with it. They have been very much open door with the idea of working with other promotions. They talked about, you know, the match with uh, the most city machine guns and and the revival. And they say, hey, we can do something very open about it. But again, this is the first time we're seeing somebody who was a free agent to WWE sign the impact now appearing to be in working with ROH, which obviously has to be televised because, I mean, they don't work dark matches or anything that of that sort. But regardless, it was on their television. It was on their weekly show. So it's the first time we have seen a, a, a major star work two televised promotions with being signed, what we know being signed to one. This is truly him working this gimmick. I want to throw it to you all, and Jamal being first here, what do you make of this? What trends do you see coming out of this? Well, I think that there are two things um, with EC3. The first is I don't care. Um, and I say that largely because I'm not really moved by EC3 as a person. Now, if somebody were to say someone else, someone with a little bit more, ah, for lack of a better word, clout, I would be like, oh, 
Daniel Bryan, for example, is a person that would fit that mold where he likes to wrestle because it's wrestling. Not necessarily he's financially stable, let's assume. He has his uh, tenure behind him, um, definitely. So now he's just doing it because this is his, you know, Hall of Fame run uh, in the last five years of his career. And he's well within his right to do so. Could Daniel Bryan be a person that controls his narrative? Well, we've already seen that happen organically with this old WrestleMania 30 run. And based on that, and that's kind of happened before, for him to go, you know what? I've done all that I can do in the wrestling world. Now I'm going to do what I want to do every time that I want to do it. And we've also seen Cody Rhodes do that. Another person of interest with clout, write down his infamous you know, list of names, go do that thing. ECW, I mean ECW, um, EC3 doesn't really have that tenure, that legacy behind him that really makes me give enough of a shit that goes like, oh, EC3 is back. And it's like, cool, good, good for him. I'm not really invested in him or his career enough that makes me interested in what he's going to do. It would be like if the hurricane said the same thing. I'm going to control an air. No slight to Sugar Shane Helms. However, because he's Sugar Shane Helms, at some point in his career, I can go, well, damn, if the hurricane wants to do it, by God, this is the hero we need nowadays. ECW, EC, damn it, I did it again. EC3 <laughs> not have that, that, that tenure, with, at least with me at least, that makes me go, well, he's going to go do something. And that's important because he's important. He's on the level of Matt Cardona. And and that's not a slight on Cardona. It's just that, well, you did this. And I'm actually slightly more interested in Cardona because now that we've only seen him one way, we have an opportunity for him to open up the crayon box and see what else he can come up with. Okay. You see, I don't, I don't really see it. Okay, so who has a good tenure? Who thinks he has... Oh, let me uh, get the question right. Who on the show now has or feels that EC3 has a good tenure with them? You mean for his career? For his career? Yes. Yes. I don't. Okay, yes, I do. Go ahead. For the non-WWE persons who watch Impact, who have watched TNA, no matter how many channels they flip to, and then they briefly saw him in NXT... For him, I'm, Jamal said it. I think he has enough clout, but he, for me, is an upgraded Zack Ryder in terms of getting himself over via social media, getting himself more interest via those fire promos and those vignettes that we were seeing about controlling the narrative. So what really is a needle mover is not so much what's going to happen inside the ring. Is this going to set the precedent going forward because people thought he was underutilized in WWE like everyone claims they are, now working with Ring of Honor, now working with Impact, potentially working with other smaller promotions, truly not being signed to anyone in particular, but still making that money where he doesn't have to be in the quote-unquote machine. Now, I think he does have enough cachet with other wrestling fans, not in WWE circles, to make a bit of a dent. Do I think it's astronomical? No, but I honestly do believe that this is going to be an updated Matt Cardona slash Zack Ryder getting yourself over because of your promos and because of social media. Let me let me let me piggyback off that real quick and, and counter that with if it were if he didn't do that this year, like literally this year, maybe I would have more faith 
in whatever he's trying to sell me. But we've already, uh, Card- Matt Cardona, we're doing the same thing. And another person, that, and we already counted Cody, Cody with doing that same thing successfully. John I Moxley, think- in a way, did that whole thing. Hold up real quick, real quick. Let me get this through this. Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb is doing the exact same thing that EC3 is doing in a less, uh, you know, a front way where he just shows up. Like, I'm literally a free agent. I will go where I want to go and be where I want to be and do what I want to do. And now he's in Japan. And so, like, I think if Jeff Cobb can do that and show up and do a thing and obviously without with less uh, promotion, I can't say that, like, oh, EC3 is really setting trends and blazing trails fire promo this and all that, when we we can just name right at the top of our heads four other people that are doing the same thing. So how nouveau is he? Uh, because I think you're missing a point here. You keep saying unsigned. He's is signed and working with another promotion. Again, this is the whole thing of when somebody works with one promotion, signed to a promotion, it's that rule, whether it's unwritten or not, that no one is allowing you to work their promotion and then work another promotion on television. He's gonna right. if this if this is what I think is gonna happen, he's gonna be involved in two storylines in two two different promotions at the same time. Everybody you everybody everybody's mentioning has went from yeah, you could be on one show one week and another show the next week, but they not consistent at the same time. They're not they're not both investing in you at the same time. You're not signed to them at the same time. So the idea of, of him controlling his narrative, I feel where I'm getting from this is that he understood where his contract went wrong the first time with WWE. This time he says, well, if you're going to sign me or if you're going to use me, it's going to be on my terms. It's going to be the way I want to do it. It's going to be that when you need me to show up for impact, I'm there. ROH wants to work with me. I'm working with them. Cool. They, they cut me a check. I will. Hell, NWA come around. I'll jump <laughs> on that too. Whoever's cut me a check, I'm going and I still have a uh, concrete uh, a contract waiting for me whenever I want to, whenever I need to report back. That's what I'm saying. He's not I'm, right. I'm, for me. But, but, but see, EC3 doesn't owe me money. So why do I, why do I care where, how he makes his money? <laughs> I only care what he does in the ring. Now, if he owes me 50 bucks, then yeah, he needs to get signed right now. Go, go ahead, Bill. <laughs> It, it's it's great that he can get that. And obviously, I think that's a benefit of impact having more of like an open door policy right now. Right. And I think it's a situation that a lot of these companies, especially the smaller ones like impact mm-hmm. and ROH and et cetera, should be looking at. Because one of the big problems we have right now in the pandemic era is there are so few shows running. Mm-hmm. There's so few opportunities to work that I don't think there's a lot of need to have a bunch of people locked down to a contract because – how often are you going to get to use them anyway? So if you can have more of like an agreement for like, okay, we're going to use you for this many dates and we'll figure out what we're going to do. But I don't want to have an exclusive deal with you just because, hey, what I'm only going to be able to use you once a week and that's it. It's like if we can have more of an open door deal, an open playing field of guys being able to float around and be like, okay – on this one day, you can work here. On this one day, you can work here. And especially with these places doing these tapings like ROH did, where it's like, okay, we're taping an entire tournament in a couple days and then airing it over like two months or so. It's like there's going to be very few days where you're actually working there. So if he kind of can take advantage of that, and I'm sure for the foreseeable future, that's how things are going to be outside of the big companies. This is probably a model a lot of guys should be under. But I think by that same token, if you're of anyone of any real name value or someone that's 
got a real interest in you or some big time buzz, someone's going to lock you down. Then. So he's probably in this nice middle ground where it's like, OK, we can afford to let EC3 do this because, yeah, it's cool and all that. And it works for our business model. But at the same time, we're also not that worried about EC3 either to where, yeah, he can go and do this. So there's a little bit. You hit my point, Will. Wrap up this. this Yeah, real quick, real quick. You just hit my point, Will, because I don't think he's a big enough name that's going to care, like, for somebody big to lock him up because he was already locked up before. And maybe nobody's ready to lock him up right now. However, here's a key thing that could happen. I think doing the two route of doing the impact and ROH, I think that's cool. But what if AEW said, let's jump on this bandwagon so that he's in three different promotions? And I know AEW is one of the big promotions here. But if he did that as a three-piece where you don't know if I'm going to be on AEW, you don't know if I'm going to be on ROH, you don't know I'm going to be on Impact. So at the same time, they can do something like that where they can try to show how all three of them can try to, try to curtail WWE because he's now setting a different standard of what you can do is really as an independent wrestler. But I know AEW's on that higher ten, so higher tier, so they'll try to lock somebody in. But just thinking about it, it'll be bigger for him if he got all three instead of just the two. Could possibly be. I mean, he did cut a video for them, so I mean, it's, it's, it's that would really be the definition of his gimmick if he's able to pull something off like that. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's go to our next thing really quick. Well, <laughs> I don't know how many times we got to keep coming back around to this, but uh. In case anybody's not aware, uh, COVID is not dead. It's still around. You sure? Um, <laughs> Positive. It already... Uh, uh, good pun. Good pun. <laughs> <laughs> it already made it rounds in the Oval Office. Uh, so no one's exempt. By the way, I think I should make this disclaimer, rather, whatever your political views are. But you aren't that person. So don't think you can just go out there and just beat it and have the best medical staff in the entire United States support you as if this person is trying to uh, is trying to make it seem like it and, and that is nothing to fear or, or, or you can just uh, get off your or start slacking because um, don't you're let not it be, dominate you yeah exactly <laughs> you won't be getting treated like that this is to make that clear because uh, it seems like uh, a lot of people uh, may have took taken to that to think that uh, they're in the clear with that being said, numbers are up. Things are getting tricky. First off, I'm going to talk about the NFL. NFL has been shifting their schedules all around because of cases uh, in different teams and having to work their schedules, having to uh, really, really, I mean, like, not just days and moving their games, but, like, completely shifting with bye weeks and so on. And they're trying to figure out how to contain this to an extent. It's still a work in progress. Uh, more news came out about the NFL um, uh, about their changes they made today. With that being said, other places, other states have said, you know what? We're all good to go. Um, I believe you said Indianapolis, which we'll talk about in a second. Florida is another one. Um, who else? Is anybody else? Florida and Indiana are the two big ones I've heard. <laughs> and, where yeah, yeah. Everything is back to normal. <laughs> Open for business. So, in case you're trying to figure out how this correlates to wrestling, <laughs> well, you yeah, know, Florida, you, 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 we understand Florida, but Annapolis, huh? Well, there happens to be this uh, really big uh, event going on this weekend from GCW. Now, GCW is and has traditionally ran 
big mega shows during WrestleMania week. We all know that that all got canceled because of COVID. But whether you kept your tickets and are going to go to this event or whether you got a refund, whatever it is, they had always had intentions on trying to figure out how they were going to run the collective, which is the name of the, the brand for the WrestleMania shows this year. Well, it's all going down this weekend in Indianapolis. And good for them because things are open. With that being said, while that seems like a good thing, this potentially could be bad. And it could be bad because, obviously, as I said, COVID isn't dead. Um, and it's just a matter of good faith that everything that's going to be handled in a, the utmost way for fans, for the, the, the talent, and so on. So, quickly, to throw it to Will first, what is your overall reaction to pro wrestling and now in this current era of COVID? It's it's getting freaky. And I think we've talked about this in recent weeks where, like how you started out the segment too, James. I think people are forgetting. People are getting lax. They've gotten comfortable. And things haven't gone away. And restrictions are getting lifted. People are trying to get back to work. And I get that. But the collective this weekend is uh, it's a scary proposition to me because you got three days worth the shows you got people traveling in from all over now give gcw credit they are they are not running these events at full capacity they're still keeping a limited capacity and they've been doing a good job of running events yep. with hand mm-hmm. sanitizer and keep people social distance so mm-hmm. it's not like gcw saying hey indiana said we can go for it and we're opening everything up full capacity so mm-hmm. i give them that mm-hmm. my big concern is the amount of wrestlers coming in and out of there over three days working multiple shows and then once they're done they're all going to scatter between them and the fans coming in. It's like there's a lot of possibilities here for mixing. I mean, I, I see the tweets going out tonight about pre-party at such and such pub tonight. And it's just like, y'all, I'm, 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 I'm worried. And heck, we, we're not going to name names, but there are people this week talking about, you know, hey, I'm, I've been training for the this show. I'm getting, yeah, I'm under the weather all of a sudden. I got the chills and it's like, Show ain't even happened yet. And people just training, getting ready for it already, like getting stuff. So by that same token, Florida's now got the, got the go ahead from DeSantis as a free for all. So if they want to fill an NFL stadium down there, legally, they can now. If WWE wants to fill a performance center, legally, they can. So it's it's scary, man. It's scary because like we said, it ain't gone away. But the restrictions are disappearing. So yeah. if who? I, well, my question is this: Who's going to be the first one to really kind of push the envelope? And how soon are we going to have to worry about like a major outbreak happening of some sort that's going to be tied super, back to wrestling? Yes, yeah, you super know. Spreader. Um, really quickly, and I'm gonna throw it to you, Sellers. Um, yeah. You know, and and the the collective is really important to some of these wrestlers. Some people have mm-hmm. not worked all year. I mean, hell, when it got canceled, a lot of people were how devastated that the, the 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 money that they was looking forward to they were no longer going to receive so there's going to be a lot of people and i hate to say it but there's going to be a lot of wrestlers who's going to have this mentality like this is my only shot i gotta push through it you know the same ones who do the drives who you know basically um are, are going with a uh, going for a handshake and a hot dog as they like to say those same ones that got that mentality like this is just the way it is may also incorporate that same mentality with this. We're saying like, 
I may feel sick, but I don't think I have it, but I still got to go. And God knows everybody's going to be like, I miss my friends. I haven't seen them in so long. Because, you know, that's kind of how this how this all comes about. When people get around the people that they trust, they get lax. And, I mean, that's not an assumption because look at the Oval Office. <laughs> so, you know, and, 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 and matter of fact, just to go a little bit beyond that, too, I hate to even bring up the debate, but it was even said in the debate that 45 said, well, I trust the American people, so that's why I was lax at uh, his last rally. So you're basically saying that you went in there thinking in good faith of other people, so you laxed on what happened, and bada boom, the results happened. And as super ignorant as that sound, I can really see that being super genuine and that mentality being amongst others where people say, like, well, I'm good. And I hope my friend is good and I trust him to be good. So I guess we're all good when other people may just not even care. So it's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be weird. It's going to be strange. I'm wishing and praying for the best of everybody that's uh, that's going to be in the area. Fans, talent, workers, everybody involved for a good weekend. But uh, just because this state seems to be going in the good direct the good direction for uh, normalcy, don't get caught slipping. Sellers is on you. So I'm going to say this for the students who may be listening right now, maybe high schoolers um, that live in Indiana and they live in Florida. Get your science fair backwards ready. Get your STEM fair projects ready because you're about to have a presentation where you can see there's herd immunity fixed uh, fix faster than a, a vaccine. Because that's all you're doing right now is you're putting a big experience right now to see what herd immunity you're going to have in Florida or through Indiana about putting all these people together, not knowing who's had it, who doesn't have it, who've had the antibodies and everything. And you're just putting it all in one big cluster to see what's going to happen. Um, And the the question is, as a company, even though it is legal, whether it's wrestling, football, whatever the case may be, are you ready to take the, to play God to say, I'm going to put everybody here. And if you survive, great. And if you don't, I'm sorry. That's what that's what it seems like it's doing. Um, it's tough. Now, I will say this. It's, it's really antsy because we've been doing this since March. We want to get back to some type of normalcy. I know being a performer, you get feed off of impact through sports with crowds and everything. But is it worth it right now? Once again, I will take a year of my life just to put it on probation and not do a lot of things. If it gives me 70 more after this one to do what I need to do. Um, we've been through this. Hey, I'm a little wrong. But, <laughs> but if we went through this in 1918, I don't know how long, whatever that time was, and, and all this stuff lasted about a year or two. I, I probably was, and I just don't remember. Um, it, it's going to happen again where you're going to get through this, but you just have to have some patience. Um, but I know patience is wearing thin because people want to do things and they want to get out and do and be a live life. But it's what we are right now. You just have to adjust as this normal as, as it will be. So I asked the question in the group chat earlier about the correlation between this going forward and then testing in the adult film industry, because now people are going to get infected at a higher rate and thusly cannot work. So the normalcy that we're talking about may have to be a company has to test everybody in advance that they plan on having at this show Or even say, hey, get the test, we'll reimburse you in order Mm -hmm. to be eligible to work at this show. 
because it just it takes one person dying because you know COVID ain't dead, but somebody's gonna die. Yep. And I'm I'm waiting for the company, whichever one it is, to have that casualty. I don't want anyone to die, but it's it may happen. And to see what the response is. And I know you can get around legalities by having people sign a waiver. You know, yep. it's on you. We took all the safety protocols. But what are they going to do if the collective, if someone t- comes back positive at the show and then thusly spreads it and thusly someone else passes? That's my big concern. Yeah. Jamal. Let me tell you what I'm not concerned about any of this. <laughs> and, and it's largely because we all know what this is. And we're all a choice, have a choice to do something or something else. Yes. And unfortunately, you have to choose. Uh, wrestlers, that's their, that's their job. You know, whether you're a sex worker, that's your job. Whether you, you know, dig ditches or build bridges or you work in a pharmacy. Some people, the 98% of us in the country, don't have the opportunity to choose between not going to work and taking mm-hmm. infinite amount of time off. We don't, we don't have that luxury. I don't give a damn how big your savings account is. It will hit zero before you go back to work. <laughs> to add context to your uh, uh, thought about the 1918 flu, uh, that lasted four years. Mm. It was 1917-ish to mm-hmm. uh, you know, fringes in 1921, depending on where you were in the world, but mm-hmm. then eventually ended. In, in the late 1920, 1921. So the bottom line is, it's all or nothing. If one of if us five, one of us five get infected and we're here together, then all of us run the risk of getting infected. So that's yep. why we need to quarantine and, and do all these different things. So we can't half-ass and say, well, this state can do this and this state can do that and whatever, because people still travel. So, but if we can't, if we start banning interstate travel, then people can't travel for work. It's a double-edged sword. What will you do? But the bottom line is, is that what happened after the 1918 flu? A recession. The -hmm. Great Recession. Mm -hmm. That that was seven years afterwards because of the war, World War I, that ended. Uh, The Spanish flu broke out in the war, so oops. And then an economic downturn that we haven't really seen since until 2008 because the Great Recession crippled the planet. So, pick your poison. Mm. We risk the we risk the Great Depression again and shut everything down, which is an economic possibility, or we risk the 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 plague, and and have that be a health risk that unlike something that we haven't seen since the um, the thirteen hundreds. But when you Either put it way, that way, no Jamal, hmm? when you put it that way, is it really worth all this? Is it really worth? putting yourself in jeopardy. Not you, obviously, not us. No, what I'm saying, but, but that's the question, though. Because either way, it ain't good. You're going to have to crawl through broken glass to get through the other side of this. Because mm-hmm. if you survive through the bread lines and the famine and all the bullshit that was the Great Depression, that was rough. And also, death. That yeah. was rough. That's also a problem, too. <laughs> so the question well, is... Like to change said... What? Yeah, I say, like Tuchin said, what if that wrestler, this is their only shot to make this this big I mean, risk to... Well, no, it's not just a wrestler, though, but wrestler, high school, uh, seniors in high school and college, you know, somebody that's just on the cusp. You could have yep. been that guy, maybe not even in high school. You could have just that's, been that guy that was going to walk on yeah. this yep. year. Right. And there yep. ain't no school. Yeah. You know, this was your chance coming back from an ACL injury. 
That's and that's, you do a thing, yeah. and this was your shot. That's yeah. that's my only thing I want to echo off of what you said when you said like we all know what this is. Yeah, I assume we assume everybody understands <laughs> with with all that's going on, but I feel like some people prioritize their chance and their you know their, their maybe their la- lack of chance if they don't. That's the point, though. Yeah, you I either mean, have to choose between an economic living death or a physical death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both of them are bad. Yeah, yeah. and out of and at the end of the Great Depression. If all of us ain't out of a job, only one of us would probably work. Yeah. So whoever's the government worker in here is probably going to keep his job. The rest of us are SOL. That's yeah. that's how it worked then, and we're heading on that path now. So the bottom line is, is that I can't really fault a wrestler for saying, you know, this is my job. This is what I do. I don't do anything else, and I'm mm-hmm. going to have to take that chance to get it done because the bills are still coming. Mm-hmm. It would be different if, if the U.S. government did what the French government did or the Canadian government did and said, all right, cool, uh, don't go to work. Yeah. Rent paid for the, yeah. for the summer. Yeah. But then, how, but then how, how, do you, how do you keep doing that and as it goes on and on and on? Um, the idea is there are no easy answers. There are no right answers. And if you are in a state that relies heavily on tourism, like, oh, uh, let's say Florida, <laughs> Yes, you do have a an old population that's one of the oldest estates in the country. Yes, a large majority of your uh, state revenue is from tourism. Well, somebody's going to live through this, and if they do, they won't. Hopefully, won't be broke on the other side. Mm-hmm. Says Governor DeSantis. So I, I don't really know what the answer is, and that's why I could say that you know, with a gun to your head, choosing a poisonous path on the left and a poisonous path on the right. Let's just hope that you can take enough poison to survive it. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. end it with this. User discretion is a virus. Yeah. So but that's it, the problem. It, 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 it's yeah. not. People don't have that discretion. No, but yeah, that's, that's what I problem. say. User, your, your own personal self, you have to be, make the decision for yourself. No and and my is point is that some people don't have that choice. Mm-hmm. I have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, but understand. Because the rich still do at the end of the month. Yeah, but you going to work, you understand which you have to go into. You understand, you know, your 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 uh, the proper uh protection that you need going into it. You also know what your job is offering. You also know how to maneuver in there. What right. I'm saying is that this this doesn't this has a vast amount of risk that the, the, the it, it user- does, but what's the alternative? All the wrestlers quit their jobs, all the bartenders and other non-essential um, employees just it's the work if the workers don't work, then there is no show. They could join yeah. an MLM or a pyramid scheme. They could make money that way. Everybody else is doing the pyramid. <laughs> yeah, let's, move on, let's move on to the other thing. Um, really quickly, talking about GCW, I did, I did say I had something for you all. And thanks to our friends over at Fight TV. Um, again, we have a promo for somebody to Uh-oh. watch for the culture tomorrow, October 9th, which, is gonna, which again is part of the GCW collective for the culture uh we have a free code for one lucky viewer definitely if you're listening to this slide in the twitter dms let me know that you done heard me say this yeah slide in there it's gonna be a good show two core two code scorpio versus ar fox trisha Dora versus right. d is what i need to be seeing um and jtg versus trey miguel so that's gonna be Ooh. a back to a good 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 car going on uh, over there. So yes, definitely slide in the Twitter DM if you want to win your free code for the 
uh, for the coach. And, and what's that uh, handle on the Twitter? Yeah, that's right. Because if you don't know, then that's also a huge problem. But just because I need to reiterate <laughs> that for you all, it's at bgbgroup.com. Also, if you report the big old belt handle, I would love you to death. I wish the God Twitter would just surrender it over to us so we can be back on track. That's some, it's been deactivated, de- deactive since 2013. Just give us the damn handle, please. <laughs> do some house cleaning twitter yes yes everybody listening to this go report that if you, if you, whoever whoever can get the the death blow to that handle you will forever be my best friend <laughs> all right a little pivot here we're going to switch to the news but we're going to start off with the news by talking about the social media update from the seizures from um last week so let's talk about that first of all since it is news uh jamal i will hand it to you but just in case you don't have that up ready just yet i'm going to bring it to perspective what's happening now you, you do that wwe told its folks and their employees that hey if you're using third-party apps cameo do anybody have only fans that they may be trying to see oh no. we are I'll think any WWE folks have an OnlyFans. If they do, it's super secret. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> Twitch, Cameo, and potentially OnlyFans. Either way, WWE is coming for that because, to put into perspective, some people are in breach of their contracts. They were using their likeliness of their WWE character to sell on these apps. Eventually, it must have hit the 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 higher ups in an executive board meeting or something, and they're trying to figure out where all this extra money may be going to. Nonetheless, people have been given the order to hey, turn over your uh, turn over your accounts to us or delete it. Um, and that that dropped on us last Thursday as we was just about to go off air. We said we were going to bring it up this week to kind of. Um, See what else, what other updates have come about. Um, so, first off, who has any information or thoughts on this, really quickly, um, about the updates for this? I'm surprised at how many people just rolled over and said, yeah, right, agree, agree. Yeah, that was that was the big thing. That was definitely the big thing because the next day, well, hell, even that night, you had Andrew Yang and everyone coming here about you know banging the drum about. Yeah, they need to form a union. We've been here every time something like this comes up, whether it's the Saudi stuff. Yeah. Or the social media stuff now, it always turns into they need to form a union. They can't do it. They just need to say no. They can't I, force them to, to do it. And the big story, and hell, even that night, I think it was even in Andrew Yang's tweet, about people are being forced to sign new contracts. Yeah. So and, I don't, that, that, I don't, I, that I just do not see to be yeah, true. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and from what we found out, we, we remember last week when we talked about this, when it was a breaking story, one of the things I remember I mentioned very specifically, because we had already been through this the prior month, was just because stuff's getting reported right now don't mean it's necessarily what the case is. Give it 24 hours. We're going to get more info. And sure enough, as the days went on, more info came out and a fightful Sean Ross Sapp, he, he got a bunch of info on it. He said, as far as he knows, no one has been forced to sign a new deal. They're just essentially amending contract. Yeah, yeah. And no one's worried about being fired. It's you know not that kind of situation. But to Jamal's point, apparently people are fine with it. They're just doing it. They're I, just doing it or they're, or they're just shutting down their channels and they're not going to, you know, be doing that any further. But hold on, hold on. I got to. I, I, 
Yeah, you want to go ahead? A quick, quick few, few little uh, things I want to add. Number one, when you brought up unions, I thought it was like, I thought that Paige and Zelina coming out basically saying that they're interested in learning more about it. Looking into it. <laughs> I thought that's, I, I, I'll just leave my thoughts for another time for that. But you're talking about people closing their accounts. Well, who did? Because I, I don't know. Who's some of the people um, that closed their account or handed surrendered their account? So I was like, uh, well, I, surrender, I don't know, but uh, Big E is not there anymore, Bliss mm-hmm. isn't there anymore, um, Sasha Banks, Roman Reigns, none of them are there anymore. Cameo, um, I'm talking, yes, uh, Charlotte okay. Flair, uh, gone, um, and I'm sure there are others, but those are like the big ones that you see when you when they first pop up. Okay, what about anybody know any Twitch accounts that are down? Um. Uh, no, not that I'm aware of because I saw I was just watching Shanna Baszler and Dakota Kai. I was on watching. Twitch. I yeah, was watching. Uh, up. And I was watching yeah, um, uh, Xavier uh, Woods last night. So Adam Cole uh, was on Twitch on was on Twitch a little while ago. Um, but those are the only ones I watched. So I'm not I'm sure, sure AJ's still up there. Yes, AJ Styles is still up there. Um, I had to make sure to remove that from my uh, recommendations. <laughs> knew that was coming (laughs) yeah i mean now to speak to to speak to what uh two james was just saying we did have those interesting tweets from Paige and uh zelina on monday talking about like they're looking into or learning about unions and all this and that really spoke to me because like we were just saying it's like everyone's just rolling over and signing the thing and it's like every time something like this happens everyone starts talking about they need to form a union they need to form a union but it's like if these folks don't care and they're just going right. to take whatever WWE gives them, then turns into like, okay, well, apparently y'all don't care about forming a union. So if y'all ain't upset about it, then why should I be? You know? real, real quick, quick question. Just thinking about the union piece, who would be a good players rep for the WWE that could be a spokesperson on their behalf? Uh, the Rock. But it has to be an active performer. It has to be an active performer. What, to be a union rep? No, you don't. No, like the like like not like like the like, NBA players rep current exactly yeah. like Chris Paul like Chris Paul for oh the like inter- oh um uh, well one I would say somebody who has some uh, legal background so you could easily point to David Otunga David Otunga yes yes, yes. <laughs> I knew it <laughs> what's the coffee mug has he has he has he rep represented somebody in something before not um before. I think yeah, he's like two and zero oh in court. He de- yeah, one being Jennifer Hudson. Well, there's Hey-o. that. Mm. But yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah more, I more sauce for that one. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> as far as uh, wow, uh, who would be a good union rep, um, <laughs> it's just it's probably Charlotte. I mean, somebody mm. that like well, not union rep, uh, basically like a, like a shop steward, someone exactly. within the company. Exactly. That can go and talk to the brass, exactly, um, and exactly. communicate things. Um, and I think it would probably be somebody like like a Charlotte. It's yeah. somebody with obviously enough clout that can have those conversations. And it's probably you know a couple of them or like an advisory board yeah. that it, hey, if you send all of your complaints within WWE, NXT, Raw, SmackDown, Two Hundred Five Live, you know whatever, send them to those three guys. They'll draft them up, have them their lawyers look at it, and then. 
file a formal complaint or whatever with WWE. I think it's a good person. She seems to be. I mean, everyone's friends with her. Um, she knows the highest of the high. She's been. She's been yeah. through the system entirely. Um, I, I would say success. Lynch. Prob- Becky Lynch probably also would be another a person, a vocal person. Daniel Bryan's probably the guy that you want. That's the person yeah. I was thinking yeah. of. Daniel Bryan. Um, Daniel Bryan, maybe Gulak, uh, would be another one of those guys. Um, Cena. Cena could be too. He's still employed. Cena took accurate? the money and ran. Nah. <laughs> Cena, Cena, Cena would be this generation's Hogan where he'd run to Vince and just be like, you know what they're doing? Yeah, I mean, that, uh, Cena's Cena stays snitching. Yeah. Right, Cena's going Cena to take care of Cena. All right. All right. All right so basically, um, uh, the news really quickly, and I'm going to try to get through as much as this as I can. Uh, the Pope, D'Angelo De Niro. Elijah Burke. Okay. <laughs> the Pope. Yeah. Politics, but like, damn, we're doing religion too tonight. <laughs> right. I wish the money um, was right now. So Pope did an interview with the wrestling epicenter. And apparently, and I didn't realize, I didn't, maybe I didn't remember this, but apparently Pope was the last person that Chris Benoit wrestled ever. Really? Right. That had to have been a dark or dark match. Or something. ECW. I mean, we, we, it was on ECW at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It was right. on ECW. Huh? Um, and 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 the question was to Pope on Chris Benoit: Did he show any signs of him not being himself during his last match? And the quote: Ooh. The Pope. So good. No, not at all. One thing Chris was big on, and hindsight is twenty twenty on this. If I can say, oh, that kind of makes sense, is the fact that he just said, "Talk to me out there. I might forget." So after everything that happened, when he came back, that he had like the brain of an eighty-year-old with Alzheimer's. That was like, hmm, this is interesting. In this business, I was always taught that we should communicate in the ring, so I didn't think anything of it. That could have been a sign. Crispin Wan mm. asking me to talk to him, but other than that, there was nothing that tipped me over or anyone else to the extent of the de- degeneration of his brain per the results of his test, which I thought you know was pretty interesting. That you know. Obviously, it came to a, sh- a shock to everyone what had happened. Um, but to, to be the person, the last person in the ring with him. Um, uh, so, Elijah Burke, I mean, I, that's probably as big of a surprise of any, as anything. Trivia mm-hmm. question I wouldn't have got right. Right. Nope. Also, in the conversation earlier uh, in the conversation was his thoughts on working with uh, NWA Power. Um, and he says on uh, the future of Power, uh, NWA Power, to lose that during these current times. I know it'll be back. Billy has no thought process that it not coming back. So look forward to that return. And certainly, obviously, Billy has said similar things to that effect. Uh, the WWE draft is happening yep. mm-hmm. this weekend for reasons. Um, the, I guess the big question, that, the big complaint that I have for the uh, the draft is the fact that well, who's running the show? I mean, you would you probably send out a representative of each brand. Adam Pierce. <laughs> and yeah, he, is he, he gonna pick for both sides? <laughs> he might. Yeah, so, so that doesn't make sense. But apparently, the rules were given because that needs to be a thing. Uh, Sixty male superstars uh, will be eligible, which I thought they had more wrestlers than that. But you know what? They do because NXT doesn't fucking count. So, oops, Survivor Series that was not even a year ago. But uh, NXT still doesn't count. Uh, justice for NXT. Uh, but due to the leech of each show, uh, SmackDown, for every two SmackDown picks, Raw would get three picks. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what they did last year? Yeah, something like that's that. definitely how okay. they did it. Yeah, well, hopefully the Fox robot 
makes it back. The draft starts this weekend on SmackDown on Friday and continues on Monday Night Raw on Monday. Speaking of NXT, Cal O'Reilly and, and Adam, uh, not Adam Cole, but Finn Balor had a hell of a match at yeah. TakeOver 31 in your house. Um, mm-hmm. It was so damn good that apparently uh, Finn Balor had his jaw broken in the match. Yep. It wasn't necessarily anything that was particularly serious, uh, but it could be a technical thing that he had his uh, jaw you know, dislocated. But Balor is... It, the, the injury was told to uh, that it was made worse to be than what it actually is. Uh, there's some swelling in Balor's jaw, and hopefully that will go down sooner than later. Kyle O'Reilly got the worst of it, including a wicked kick to the liver that nearly put him out. That was one of those fight night punches where the screen just goes white and all the, you don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> <laughs> he made the liver quiver. Hey, well, he certainly did. He certainly did. Yeah. Uh, but aside yeah. from that, um, he also said that O'Reilly, O'Reilly suffered a number of broken teeth and is Oof. being evaluated for other injuries. So a uh, hell of a match that was. More WWE news quickly is that uh, Thursday, October 29th, at 5 p.m. Eastern time, uh, WWE will po- report their third quarter results. So that'll be interesting to see how uh, oh, the summer I- treated them. Already got that, actually. Um. Yeah, they 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 came out today at five o'clock Eastern Standard Time, third quarter oh. results. Yep. Okay. Well, it says that they're going to re- report that on the 29th, so maybe not. Either way, it'll be interesting to look at those numbers to see how WWE did. WWE did over the summer, so I will be uh, peeking ahead of that this weekend if they're already out. Oh no, um, no, no. I'm, you're correct. The per, the press release is saying it's going to release on it. They 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 sent out two, and neither one of them. You got the press release announcing when they will be released. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the press release they, they never do that. They usually the trailer say, before the trailer. Yeah, exactly. Right. They never do that. They usually just say here they are. So yeah, because right. it says results. It says reports. Here are the the, the third quarter 2020 results. Misleading. Right. Well, apparently they're going to uh, release that on the 29th at 5 p.m. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how the tr- the summer treated uh, WWE, that's going to include all the WrestleMania numbers and all that good stuff, too. Um, Nikki Bella actually came under fire for endorsing The Rock. Right. So in, like, a stretch, the stretch of the week, uh, Nikki Bella got an advanced copy of The Rock's book. Cool. Yay, co-workers. She promoted it on her Instagram and tout, as you do, and apparently (laughs) some of the touters Towered back with <laughs> all the venom. And it's largely because The Rock has publicly endorsed uh, Joe Biden and a lot of people mm. that are not riding with Biden, which is the stupidest damn thing ever, uh, <laughs> and, and um, have a problem with that and have taken to tout, among, any, among many things, to let Nikki Bella know uh, how pissed off they are. She says in a quote in an interview to Us Weekly, I look at social media and all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck? How did I like turn this into a political debate? First of all, that never crossed my mind, not once. And she says about the book that had nothing to do with the rock endorsing Joe Biden. It sucks right. that you could support someone, support a friend of their amazing accomplishment, and how it, it turns into negativity. You get this backlash and it turns into something so political. Um, and it's really, there's no winning talking about politics, unfortunately. And that Fickle. is true. Fickle. And, and I, Fickle. Right, and and unfortunately, uh, the internet ruins something again. Of course. Right. 
Uh, I blame Tao. Samoa Joe. He's uh, behind the commentary desk. Unfortunately. Uh, right. So he was asked uh, by way of WrestlingNewsCo.co, uh, well, what's going on with Samoa Joe? And he says right now, and I quote, right now I'm enjoying the commentary on Raw. It's been a fun challenge. Obviously, I'm not done in the ring by no means. And I think right now, I think right now I'm exploring things. Aside from that, I'm doing a voice acting, which is fun and very cool. It's a very enjoyable thing. And I have a project coming up with Warner Brothers, Joe, uh, Samoa Joe to AEW confirmed. Um, I'm very <laughs> fortunate and I'm very happy with the things that I'm doing right now. Good on him. Um, apparently, Samoa Joe is uh, supposed to uh, be in the Suicide Squad Justice League video game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, King, Shark. Is, King Shark. Yeah, yeah he's going to be King Shark. Um, and uh, so, uh, Small Joe, uh, AW confirmed, you heard it here first. Um, that would be, that's actually pretty cool. Uh, Rich, uh, Rich Holland. Yeah, uh, God. Yeah, that was rough. Apparently, he got the Sid Vicious treatment uh, on NXT last uh, uh, last oh, night. And that nah, was. He, he had the Sid Vicious treatment. He had more like the, the Sean Livingston treatment, like spaghetti, oh, yeah. spaghetti oh, leg. Yeah. Yeah, well, Sid was definitely noodle it too. Sid just made a right where he's supposed to make a left. Both are terrible. Just counting yeah, the L's, right. L's across the board. You're right. Right. Uh, well, well, better than poor George. But either way, um, still, uh, yeah, light a light a candle, say a prayer, and uh, hope that it will soon, ankle. man. It was it was looking like it was looking like they uh, was getting ready to uh, put the rocket ship on him. Right. Uh, yeah. So that was, yeah. That was that was a bit rough, uh, especially after what he did at. Um, a takeover. Mm-hmm. Um, $275. That's how much a 12 pack of a little bit of the bubbly by Chris Jericho will cost. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of bubbly. And now, now he's still trying to get rid of that stuff. <laughs> he actually rebranded it and has come out with a new batch, I guess, oh, um, that is a 2020 version of that. He doesn't sell it in bottles of one because obviously you can't get just one bottle of the Champions. Uh, favorite bubbly. Uh, so you can buy, buy as little as two bottles uh, in threes, sixes, and twelves. Two bottles will cost you 48 USD dollars. Uh, but if you want to splurge, 275 for the 12 pack of a little bit of the bubbly, a little bit of the bubbly.com. If you really want to spend 275 on it, I hear it's not bad, but I also don't drink wine. There's a shit ton of wrestling happening this weekend, and most of it's happening in the great state of Indiana. Uh, but all aside from that, uh, the International Wrestling Cartel is out of Western Pennsylvania near Pittsburgh. They're having a show this weekend, uh, October 10th, 7 p.m. It's uh, you know live pro wrestling from the IWC. I bring this up because Brian Pullman Jr. is the, is there a champion of theirs? The IWC Super Indie Title is on the line with him versus Johnny Patch. Should be interesting. A lot of names that I don't know, but to be fair have kind of taken a step away from indie wrestling. But obviously the big thing that's happening this weekend is uh, GCW and The Collective. Uh, they're doing their shows on October 9th. All of these shows are in Indianapolis at the Marion County uh, Fairgrounds. Um, if you've been to an indie fuel game, you know where it is. But uh, Jimmy Lloyd's G Generation F is at 12. Swing of the Axe is at 4. AIW and Indy is at 8. And GCW starts at, uh, for the culture, starts at midnight. Um, on October 10th, um, which, yeah, it's a heavy show. Um, October 10th, uh, that is Saturday. Effie's Big Grey Brunch, if you somehow survived the, uh, for the culture, 
Wake up early uh, on Saturday for Effie's Big Gay Brunch at 11. Glory Pro is at 3. Uh, Joey Janela Spring Break 4 is at 7. And um, uh, for freelance wrestlings, I don't think we're in Chicago anymore, is at midnight. On the 11th, Black Label Pros, Threat Level Noon, is at noon. Shimmer's at 4. Blood Sports at 7. And Paradigm, with uh, wrestling with Trap Soul, at uh, midnight on Sunday. Fight TV has all of these shows, and if you want to get them all at a bundle, and the bundle isn't bad. The bundle isn't bad. It's 140 which seems like a lot up front, but that's about $20 a show. That's three days of shows. And it's yeah. three days of shows for 12 hours of shows. So, and they're actually spaced pretty far, close, uh, far apart, you know, 12. If it goes 12 to 3, the next show is at 4. If it's 4 to 7, the next show is at 8. If it's 8 to 11, the next show is at midnight. That's and that's only day one. So uh, if you if you like it, uh, Fight TV they have it. They have it all. Uh, all of the matches and and stuff is available on GCW's Twitter and the collective Twitter. Um, it's going to be damned interesting. But that's the news for this week. Uh, and yeah, made on time. How about that? All right, Lindsay Dorado is live on Twitch right now, in full gear. All right, he's not full gear, just mask, but full name. Anyway, all right, so with that being said, GCW, again, for the culture, hit us up in the DMs at BGB Group if you want to win your free code to view that tomorrow. Uh, so at least if you know if your phone's not right, at least you can watch a little something-something. But like Jamal said, it's a good deal. So definitely you want to, um, you know, if you are a little reserved on wanting to support the fans, uh Definitely those those buys and what and viewing it remotely definitely does help the promotion as well. So like, you know, anyway, anyhow, you want to support any wrestling, there are ways without you having to step um actually uh in person to uh to the event. But that's gonna do it for us this week. We're back each and every Thursday live, eight PM on our streaming networks. And you can find all that information over at our website at BigGoldBellGroup.com And as always folks Please be safe Do the right thing um, Thank you for watching Thank you for the support We got nine more episodes To our 300th episode We're ready to get there And uh, we'll see what we're going to do special But until then folks uh, We'll catch you all next Thursday oh,